I want to welcome everybody to another episode of The Real World. Uh, today, you got the privilege of having me in the lab by myself, but I wanted to give a note to my sponsor, Pro Style Watches. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by them. Um, for the past two weeks, I've actually been rocking uh, one of the watches that they sent me. Uh, it's called the All Star. It's in blue. Um, since I'm kind of like one of those guys that rolls up their sleeves, you clearly can see the kind of watch that I'm wearing. Uh, I've actually gotten a few compliments on it. So uh, shout out to them. Um, one of the things I like about it is that it's pretty reasonably priced. Uh, and because the guys over at ProStyle, they follow the exact same model where it's uh, kind of like a direct consumer kind of thing. So instead of having the overhead of having a brick and mortar shop, they can send watches directly to you at a pretty good price. Um, it allows them to keep you know their prices low and their service kind of high. Uh, so give these guys a check at uh, www.prostylewatches.com. And now here's the episode. Yeah, no, still just me. Uh, this week we got the season finale of Insecure. Um, I'm sure a lot of people want to talk about this or they've talked about it on social media. With this coming out on a Wednesday, I think one of the cool things I got the chance to do was to kind of look back and I saw what uh, the, the hype has been and what things were kind of said and what was covered. I think that my perspective on it is a little different than what everyone else's. Um, Currently, I think if we're talking about winners and losers, Lawrence won season two's finale again. I remember last year on season one when it ended, everybody was real hyped that he was giving Shorty from the bank the back shots. So they're like, yo, that's my guy. This year, the reason why I think he won it was a completely different one. If I'm honest, um, one of the cool things about, I think, that character, and I don't want to say that I'm Lawrence Hive, but I certainly can appreciate that he's, he's flawed as hell. My man has been through a lot. Um, you could tell he's broken. He ended up losing his new girl. But the reason why I really feel like he won was that he was able to finally admit to himself where he was going wrong and what faults he had. Uh, when he was able to admit like, hey, I don't know how to handle things when things don't go the way that I think they're scripted. It's probably a big growing point for him. Um, that's something that he'll be able to look at going forward to kind of build on that he admitted it to himself. A lot of times I think people have a tendency to recognize things that happen, but you're not willing to admit it to yourself. I can personally say that same thing about myself. I would give you a story, but I feel like I've done a lot of that anyway. But um, with him being able to say that, admit that he still cared about the woman. I shouldn't even say woman because she has a name. He still cared about Issa. I think that those are two huge, huge things for him. Uh, I don't know if that's closure for him to be able to move on and try to like figure things out. But I certainly think that with uh, the way that episode ended, he at least didn't make any more stupid decisions. Um, that kind of takes me back to why I feel like certain people have lost this episode. Uh, last year, uh, Daniel kind of got played towards the end of the season. He's the reason that Eason uh, and Lawrence don't have a thing anymore. And there's an Issa Hive and a Lawrence Hive. A lot of women still seem to be repping for Issa. But this season, he's gone through kind of like a weird arc. Uh, he sees her. He's trying to play it cool. You can tell he still loves her. Uh, they were an item way before that situation with Lawrence and, and uh, Issa. And because of that, there's always been a connection or a thing that they've had. So he clearly wants that connection. Um, he thought he got her back when he was trying to be cool after the nightclub incident. Uh, he was trying to be cool after he let's just say has something happen on her face, but I don't know why she expected something to happen when you get into adult situations, adult things happen. 
Uh, he was cool about that. She played him after that, not once, but I believe twice again because of that. And so when you have these situations pop up, he's still taking her back, taking her back, taking her back. Episode ends with her knocking on the door like, hey, I'm staying on the couch. And he's like, I know. We all know that going into season three, there's no way that she's going to be sleeping on the couch. If she's still sleeping on that man's couch, then he probably is the goat and the best dude of all time because that's what I call karma. Unfortunately, it's going to probably end up to them having some kind of weird situation again where clearly she likes Daniel, but not enough to necessarily make that her all. So that goes in to say why this is one of those things that's probably not going to end well for either party. Um, I'm a hope for the best of them. I know these are fictional characters, but a lot of people tend to be invested in this. Um, I guess I'll kind of close out insecure with saying I'm totally sure that uh, Molly has been lied to by her boy. There's no way that him and his wife have any sort of open relationship that seems to be, you know, something that's clearly benefiting uh, my man Dro right now. Um, I don't know. Something just seems off about that. Like, it's too good to be true. Uh, I think that she's falling deeper and deeper in, which I understand. A lot of times when people have friends, it's very easy to kind of picture life being easy with them or having these situations. Problem is she's using this situation and now she's not necessarily finding her own. And because of that, this is why she's going to end up losing too. So I've named a bunch of losers. And this is why I got my man Lawrence on top for winning for the episode. Uh, because today is like Wednesday, I'm shooting this, or I guess I'm recording this late on a Tuesday night, and this will be a short episode. I kind of wanted to talk about the new iPhone. Um, Apple probably does a better job than most people in terms of marketing and how they present items to us. Let's just break out the facts. Uh, I got an iPhone 7 last year. It's cool. I, I don't really want to get a new one, but Instead of them having an iPhone 7S, which is what we've always come to like recognize as the norm, they jump right to having an iPhone 8. And then I guess they had one more thing when they said, we're going to have an iPhone 10. So my question is, what happened with a few things? One, where's the iPhone 7S? Are we never going to hear S again? And two, what happened to 9? When you skip numbers like this, now it becomes a thing. So is next year's iPhone X going to be the iPhone X2? Is it going to be the iPhone 11? Like... Now you're kind of confusing me. You probably should have named it something different, but that's neither here nor there. Um, one of the big reasons why I think I don't care about the iPhone as much anymore, I used to feel like I needed to keep up with the Joneses and have all of the cool technology and have all of the hot stuff. As you get older, you start recognizing that that stuff becomes less and less important. Yeah, we all want nice things, right? Uh, you know, I remember buying the first flat screen TV I had. I remember when I got my second one, which was like a 55 inch and it was a big deal. Now all my friends got like 65 and 70 inch TVs and I'm feeling like, man, I need to buy something else to kind of keep up with them. Then I think about how I spent like two grand on this TV a few years ago and I don't really need to replace it because it's cool for me right now. Maybe if I get, you know, a wife and some kids or something, maybe I'll need more real estate space for my TV. But for right now, with it just being me in the house, no, I'm pretty good. Um... But back to the iPhone, uh, because of these things, these are the reasons why I'm not necessarily looking forward to spending that kind of money on an iPhone. Um, the new iPhone 10 is going to cost uh, at least $1,000. Now, that pause is me saying, like, I want you to hear this. The new iPhone 10 is going to cost at least $1,000, and that's before tax. Because of that, I really don't think I'm going to cop it. Um, I'm complaining. I'm saying a lot of things. 
But the truth is, you know how much like $1,000 is? I think that we've lost track of just how valuable money is. And sure, a dollar doesn't go far anymore, but $1,000, there's mad stuff you could do for a G. I think one of the things is that we should probably start having life experiences or living life and enjoying other things instead of buying, you know, kind of material possessions. So I came up with a list of things uh, that we could probably do for a G that would be way more fun than having the new iPhone that everybody else is going to have. And then in six months, the truth is, is that it's not going to be the newest, hottest thing. Uh, number one, buy a plane ticket to someplace that you've never been. I think that it's important for us to remember that memories are way more important and way more cool than any kind of gadget or device that you'll have, which is like really not going to be the new hotness in six months. Like, let's be real. Uh, Samsung's newest phone will probably come out in February, March, like it always does. If you're an Android person, you're probably going to be like, yo, the new iPhone is just the stuff that we had on two years ago's model. Why do we care? You Apple people are crazy. And they're probably right. I, I have Apple everything. I got a MacBook. I got a what? An Apple Watch, an iPad. Um, I got Apple devices in my house. I got an Apple TV. I got a, I got a lot of Apple stuff. So like I've definitely jumped on the bandwagon. So it's hard for me to say this, that at a certain point, it's probably more relevant for me to keep my money in my pocket instead of throwing it away and giving it to to them. I think they have something upwards of $180 billion in the bank in cash. Yo, if you got that much money on hand, why don't you give me a break on these prices, B? Like, I don't need to spend a hundred or I don't need to spend a thousand dollars on the next iPhone. I know your R&D costs are great, but you're going to make that money back in the iTunes store. I know I'm buying these music apps or not apps. I'm buying this music and I'm buying apps. So you're getting money some kind of way. And of course, because podcasting isn't free, I actually have like subscriptions to applications through my iPhone. So they're they're eating off of me. Um, and that's that. Uh, number two, um, why don't you buy something that you just wanted that you wanted to buy? Like whether that's a, you know, a pair of shoes or some glasses or does this accessory that you really like. The truth of the matter is, is that people in, at our age group and I'm aging myself and I'm in my mid 30s at this point. We got a lot of stuff like you probably didn't already bought that bag that was like two grand or three grand. If you're a, if you're a nice young lady, I've never spent that much on a bag because I'm a guy like that's not what I've done. I have gone half on a Louis though. Um, and no, that's a lie. I've actually bought one Louis. Um, shout out to to the girl I bought it for uh, years and years ago. Dumb me. I won't say that. Um, but I think that just kind of doing something nice for yourself. Uh, maybe being nice to yourself is that new Apple phone. But the truth is, is you'd probably be better off just buying something that's a lot cheaper that'll give you like that same temporary joy. But you know what? You could pull it out of your closet and put it on again next year. Maybe you don't because you put it on Instagram and you know the deal. Once you put it on Instagram, you don't want to wear it anymore. But I just, I guess you might want to just wear that someplace that doesn't have pictures or don't take pictures of yourself. No selfies, maybe Snapchat only. So the, the photos go away. Um, just thoughts. Uh, the third thing I had was that you could probably cop a ticket to go see Hove. Um, I think Hove famously coined on his recent album on 444. You want to know what's more important than throwing away money at the strip club? Credit. Well, guess what? You know what's way more important than me throwing away a G on an iPhone? Probably not going to your concert. Instead, I think I might just decide to cop a title membership, get on that. 
I will watch the concert that I want to, the time that it comes out, and then I will discontinue my membership. So it'll cost me all of what, like 12, 13 bucks? It's kind of the new wave of things. Only use it for the time that I need it. Um, just one of those things that I might start doing. So uh, these are obviously options that you could use to spend money instead of kind of throwing it away. And I don't want to say it's throwing it away. The new iPhone is nice. Let me not lie like it's not. It's a gorgeous piece of equipment. Um, I don't necessarily like uh, describing my electronics in the exact same way that I would describe women. But, you know, it's it's dope. Uh, Again, I will not be buying that this year. This is what I'm telling myself trying to talk myself up to this to make sure that I don't do something stupid because I believe it comes out in November. Um, And I'm very likely to just put money down and just say F it. But I'm not trying to be that guy anymore. I want to make smarter financial decisions. Um, On to something else for the week. Uh, I've been having a hard line debate with myself on how I could best boycott the NFL. I'm not really a college football fan. Um, certainly, I'm a Maryland Terrapin. Uh, we're 2-0. and Shout out to the Terps. We had our home opening game last week, and we played really, really well. We've been doing really well this year so far. But I'm just not interested. Uh, if I'm honest, I've always been more of an NBA guy than I am an NFL guy. I just like basketball more than football. Um, what I should say is that I'm a Raiders fan, and for the first time in a really long time last season— my team got good, so we're the prohibitive favorites to be one of the better teams in the AFC, which is always nice. So it's a little bit harder for me to want to give that up. Um, and the truth is, I don't know what my goals on not watching football are. Now, I certainly protest the fact that you know Colin Kaepernick, I feel, got boycotted from the NFL, or I won't say boycotted, but blackballed from the NFL. I don't really like that, but I don't know how to deal with it, um, especially when I feel the league itself, and I'll say like the NFLPA hasn't really rallied around and figured out a way of how to best mitigate that situation. Um, I certainly see you have situations happen where Michael Bennett uh, comes out with a statement where he was harassed by the police in uh, Las Vegas when he went for the fight. And the NFL said like, hey, we're not suspending him based on his statement or we're not investigating his conduct, which I know that the um, police union would like him would like them to do. So that's kind of like a point to them. Uh, But I don't know. I just feel really weird about this stuff. We're supporting something where clearly I feel like everyone has gotten so lost in the action that they forgot about what the message was. So uh, I guess that's my football um, boycott and why it's going weird for me. Uh, And if I'm completely honest, I play fantasy football. I got $125 in this league. I'm really trying to win my money. So not watching the games has been hard for me, but I've, you know, certainly looked at stats to see how my team's performing. And that's still the same thing as as probably supporting. Um, The other thing is, like I said, I don't know what my end game is. So these are things I'm just trying to work out. Uh, Obviously, I think that that can be problematic whenever you have um, any kind of like dissension or you're protesting something. You got to have a beginning, middle and an ending. I don't have an end game. I'm just protesting because I guess I'm like, hey, I'm black. Uh, it's a good thing, and it can be a good thing, but I should probably get that together. Hopefully by next week's episode, I'll be able to tell you exactly what I hope to expect to happen. And if those conditions happen, if I'll actually start turning in games again. 
Um, or maybe I'll just, you know, finally say I just want to turn on a football game. The Raiders come to D.C. in two weeks on a Sunday night. I would really love to see them. I have not seen them ever. Um, the last time I had the chance to see them, it was like, I want to say either the late 80s or early 90s with my grandparents when they had uh, season tickets, but it was like super cold and like snowy. And my mom was like, nah, you ain't going out there. You're too young. And I was disappointed. It was like a Christmas gift for my grandparents, even though it's not really a gift when they're giving you tickets they already paid for, but whatever. So um, that's that on football. Uh, There's going to be a short episode this week just because it's, again, me by myself. Um, So one of these times that I actually like rocking like this, I get the chance to kind of say whatever's on my mind and get it off my chest. I hope I didn't give you way too many ums or likes or any other pause words that people give when they're going through stuff. Uh, Yeah, this has been another episode of The Real World. I thank everybody for tuning in. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting my life back together in the sense of having my schedule coming to you guys every Wednesday. I apologize for not being able to hold up to that technical difficulties, aka uh, people that I record with or just the equipment that I bought. I bought mad microphones, and for whatever reason, I haven't always been able to make them all work at the same time. But I feel like I've now fixed those issues, so we should get back to our regular schedule program. Again, I want to thank everybody for joining. This has been Darrell. I think that's one of the first times I said my own name on my podcast. And this has been The Real World. We'll see y'all next week. We out. Peace.